Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Volume. We are about to talk to a guy that I like to call the other guy here on Open Mic. And you might know him as the other guy because he went to Cal. Keenan Allen was the other wide receiver. Mm. He went to Cincinnati. A.J. Green was the other wide receiver. He followed Calvin Johnson in Detroit and was there with Golden Tate. Now he's in Jacksonville. But I will tell you this. Marvin Jones, every once in a while, will do things on the field that remind everyone that he is the guy, uh, including very recently uh, against the Houston Texans. And everyone in football who knows him knows he is one of the great guys. Marvin Jones! Hey, how you doing? It's always a, hey, always a pleasure, brother. It is a pleasure, and you are smiling, so let's get right into it. Do it. The Jacksonville Jaguars are not... I know you guys are, are not winning as many as you want, but this is not the Jacksonville Jaguars of the last few years. What's different this year in Jacksonville? No, it's, I mean, it's definitely not. You know, I think from the start, um, you know, the culture and every the, the culture that we have coming in, it's just, they're just an understanding, you know, and we're all men, we're all in this business um, and, you know, treat, and treated as such. Um, and we all have one goal. And I think when, when, it's, when it's important, you know, when that team, um, everybody has the same goal. Everybody talks the same. Everybody looks at the game and 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 what we're supposed to be through the same lens. Um, from the start, when that happens, it's always going to be good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just because we all we all are are pushing towards that same goal. Um, and obviously, you know, is it um, these weeks, um, these past few weeks haven't been um, you know up to our standards, and we know that. Um, but there's no wavering because we know what type of team that we, we know what type of team we are. And I think everybody sees, you know, when we're hitting on all cylinders, what, uh, you know, what we can be, you know, and it's something, something great. So, uh, we just have to get back to that. So, um, the morale in the, of the team is, is, is solid and, and we're just ready to go. Doug Peterson's such a pro. He played for so long. He took the Eagles to the Super Bowl and won it. Uh, it ended badly there, but, um, when he came in, how did it change? 
I mean, it changed instantly just because, you know, just as you mentioned, you know, he's 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 played, you know, he's played and he's played on a Super Bowl winning team. You know, he's coached the Super Bowl a Bowl winning team. So um, when you have a coach that was a, that was a player and really understands, um, you know, how, how you're supposed to practice, you know, how you're supposed to carry yourself in, in terms of, you know, on the on the field and as a team. Um, he really he gets the guys, you know, um, and when you have a coach that that has been there and done that and has success, um, you know, um, throughout, um, you automatically get that respect, you know. So um, um, he just he just knows, um, you know, what needs to be done. And he and he's been in our shoes. So he feels, you know, when we're tired, when, when this needs to change and that needs to change, you know. So um, you have that understanding, you have that dialogue. And I think that's uh, that's that's pretty good. Uh, you deserve a very smooth, easy, cool working environment. Uh, you know, you had been through some stuff the previous yeah, sure. couple of seasons. <laughs> now, now that you're on the other side, um, you know, what was it like to go through? Let's start with 2021. Uh, new team, signed a free agent deal with the Jags. Urban Meyer comes in. W what was that season like for you? Yeah, so I mean, to start, I think it was, there was a lot of uh, anticipation. And it was, it was that, I think everybody who came you know, here, especially in free agency, we're pretty hyped. You know, um, obviously I had moved to Miami um, for a, a brief moment and my family was out there. So I was like, look, I mean, there's this Jacksonville team that's right up the right up the street. Um, so I, um, I'll be close and um, there's a there's a new kind of new era. There's a new buzz and stuff like that. And I think everybody felt that, you know, so. Um, and obviously Bevel was here, um, which, which was my which was my OC. So I was I don't have to learn a new offense. Um, um, Trevor, so I was like, hey, the, the stars were definitely aligning. Um, but I mean, obviously everybody knows, <laughs> everybody knows, uh, you know, uh, what what decided to happen after that. And for those of you who didn't follow the saga of the ill-fated Urban Meyer experiment in Jacksonville, and Marvin knows this all too well, uh, he came in, he famously asked his assistants in a meeting, what have you ever won? He was accused of kicking the kicker at trading camp. He tended to be condescending to his players. He apparently didn't know who Aaron Donald was when he played him. And then infamously, uh, he sent the players home after a loss without him on the plane. And then uh, a video surfaced of him partying in a bar in Ohio with a young woman and things degenerated from there and he did not make it through his first and only season as an NFL head coach. Marvin definitely has PTSD, but uh, yeah, I just, I just wanted to get back into that. Um, it was tough. I'm, I'm not going to lie. You know, it was, it was tough just uh, stressing being a leader, um, um, vocal leader on the team. Um, with uh, with the younger guys coming in, um, like, hey guys, this is this is not the NFL. Don't don't think this is an NFL. Let's just keep you know doing it. Just keep keeping the guys up. I think uh, it definitely took a toll on me. I'm not gonna lie, you know. And that to be my tenth year, I was like, ah, you know. But it was an experience, um, and I th think it was just a you know a lack of it wasn't a lack of communi communication, but everybody was going different ways, you know, kind of kind of from the start. You kind of you kind of seen that from the start, you know. And I know I know we've we've had conversations, you know, about that. Um, but um, yeah, it was it was tough. It was tough on everybody, and I think that it was important, you know, to, you know, to bring in somebody that 
um, you know, could get things kind of could get things leveled off, you know, <laughs> get things leveled off. And, and and especially for the young uh, young guys, you know, we had a young team. We still have a young team um, basically to show them a way the way and show them how to be a pro. Um, you know, it's kind of hard when you're getting pulled in so many di- different directions, you know, so. Yeah. And you have a beautiful family. You, you married your high school sweetheart uh, yes, and you, uh, I know you're all about family. Um, what was the moment where you were chilling with your wife and when were you like, okay, I got to tell you what's like, what, what was the moment where you're like, honey, I'm not sure this is working out so great. <laughs> well, well I, I'm not going to say it started pretty early. Um, but you know, we had, I mean, we had a, almost a hundred percent attendance in, in April, which is, you know, which is rarely done, um, in the NFL. Um, so I think, I think we were kind of progressing. We we're like, okay, we we're kind of, everybody was kind of feeling it. And then once, I think once camp came and we were, we were here every day and you know, the grind came and then, you know, certain people started showing their, you know, showing their kind of true colors. Um, but I think it had to be, uh, around, around like the second week of camp. I was like, uh, oh, babe. <laughs> was it something that he, he said or was it an action? What do you no, remember? I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say is anything that he, he, he said, um, it was just kind of, you know, the vibes and, and like when the meetings and, you know, if, you know, some, if you said one thing and it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be true. And, you know, like every, I was like, look, everybody's everybody in the league. We could all, we all have phones. We could all fact check. You know what I'm saying? So just be, just be real. You know, I think that's, that's one of the big things. Number one, the number one thing. And I think everybody knows in any business and any, um, in, in anything is, is somebody that's transparent and somebody that that's real that actually, you know, tells the truth, you know, because so, I mean, especially in this age, you can look up everything and see if it was right or not. So I think there was a little bit of that and, that's when it started kind of to get a little, a little rocky, you know? So, so, and was it usually stuff he would say about himself and what he'd done that wasn't true? Yeah, it was pretty much everything that, that included. So, (laughs) but I I don't mean to make you relive all this trauma, but uh, I'm just trying to understand it. Do you, you, I mean, and and you're right. People around the league talk. I I, I guess this is my last thing on this was, was there a vibe coming from him that was kind of like, we know you guys haven't done anything like almost condescending, like I'm a winner, you're not, that kind of thing. Yeah, of course. Um, I, I think it, there was definitely, um, you know, some of that. I'm like, man, I was like, they, maybe they they'll write a book or, or do a movie on this because this was it was it was insane. And I and all of us, you know, we look back and we laugh, we laugh on it now just because it was so abnormal um, that year. Um, so I mean, it definitely brought a lot of people close. Uh, if that's if that's what it did, it, it did bring people close and did uh, you know, especially with the young guys, they you know they experienced something um, that they pretty pretty much won't experience again, and it's kind of taught them you know how to you got to grow up fast because because <laughs> it's uh you know it get tough, but um yeah yeah so that's that's what it was. Yeah, because I don't know if anyone will ever experience a coach not flying home with his team to party. <laughs> Hey man, <laughs> crazy, but yeah, it's all good. Did Did you guys know on the plane? By the way, where did you guys notice? Like, hey, he's not here. Or did you find out later, like other people? Later, definitely. Yeah. 
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's really good? Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You've seen the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Yeah. Um, you know, in Detroit, you did some really, really good things. Um, when you got there... Uh, Jim Caldwell, who's a very, very respected coach, you know, Peyton Manning swears by him. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought you guys had some pretty good success there, kind of, you know, under the radar. Well, um, what Were you surprised that they let him go? Yeah, I think I was surprised just because um, obviously when I when I first got there, we had went to the um, playoffs. Um, and then obviously the second year, um, I mean, we were – you can say two plays away from being 11 and five. I mean, you, you see that uh, Falcons game that uh, GT, I think he was down and they did some crazy stuff about, oh, it has to be a 10 second runoff and all that stuff. I mean, that's that's a game right there that would have put us in the playoffs. Um, but um, I think we were definitely an, an ascending team um, and everybody was happy. Um, you know, the morale was great. Everybody enjoyed going to going to work and, and obviously playing for, uh, you know, Caldwell. So I think we were a team that was that was going to, you know, uh, within the coming years, be something be something really, really good. You know, and it was just an, it was unfortunate. Um, 
that that happened just because he was so respected and and we loved him. Like you know, he was like a, he was like a dad. Like everybody, everybody was always at the edge of their seats. Um, you know, uh, paying attention of well, what is he going to say next? Um, you know, he just had that effect. You know, and to see it, that happen that way was um, it definitely it definitely hurt hurt a lot of people. Um, um, so yeah, it was it, it it was tough. But that I mean that that guy. I mean, he's he's one of the, the the best human beings that I've ever that I've ever been around. Then you got Matt Patricia, who similar to what you had last year was a coach who was like, hey, do it my way. I come from New England. I, I have the answers. You know, Darius Slay has said some pretty strong things. Uh, I believe Quandre Diggs won't say his name when he talks about <laughs> him. Uh, you know, I know at the end it got pretty rough. What what was it like toward the, the end uh, that last season? Well, I mean, towards the end, it, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was crazy because um, I think, especially when he first came, um, I mean, you seen, um, you know, the games that they said that we never really uh, won in the past. Like, I mean, the Patriots come in, uh, you know, at full at full strength, and we and we take care of them. And um, uh, same as you know, the Packers, they they come in and we we you know get them on uh, Monday Night Football or whatever. So I mean, we start off almost three and zero. Like took the Chiefs, um, you know, the Chiefs, you know, they had a late fourth quarter scramble to to beat us and and stuff like that. So I mean, I think everything everything was trending on the up, and it was so hard that I think everybody was like, okay, well, this is why it's hard because you know we're we're in here, we're killing these teams and stuff like that. Um, I just think there was a, um, it was, it was too much, it was too big of a shift. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what it was because I don't think he, I don't, I don't think he meant any, he didn't mean any harm. You know what I'm saying? There's a certain way that he, he goes about his business and does his, and does his thing to where that's what he knows. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to say he sit, um, sit up here and say he didn't mean well, and he mean, he mean, he mean well, you know what I'm saying? And he was a, he, he was great in terms of, um, teaching the game. Um, you know, in those meetings and stuff like that. So it wasn't all, it wasn't all like just horrible, just straight hor- horrible. It was, you know, we had some good moments, um, but it was a, it was a point to where, it was a point to where there's, you know, in terms of the, in, in the, in the locker room and just, it, it just got real hard and got real daunting real fast, you know? So I think that's, that's kind of what it was. And when you lose, um, you know, consecutively like that, then now everything starts to come out, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, coaches get this way, players get this way, and then and then the team is lost, you know? So um, it wasn't like let this, it wasn't like last year, I, I would say like that, but it, it got to a point where it was, uh, there was something that wasn't, it just wasn't salvageable, you know? So. And, and are you surprised that he, Matt Patricia is running an offense? He's running the Patriots offense. <laughs> no, I'm not surprised at all. You know, just because even I, though he's a defensive guy, no, just because I mean the the guy is smart. You know, the guy the guy is smart. And he knows football, um, and that's one that's one thing that I did appreciate. Um, you know, ab- about him is in those film sessions, we would all be together, and he'd have those film sessions, and and he'd have the clicker, and he said, you know, this is what should happen, and this is what we where where we should be. So it didn't it didn't when they announced that that he was calling plays, it wasn't really. Um, it wasn't really a surprise to me, um, but I mean, shoot, at, the, at this point in his career, like making that change, I mean, I know that's 
that's tough. More more power to him for doing for doing that. <laughs> you've had a lot of quarterbacks, including Matthew Stafford. Now you've got one who has so much potential in Trevor Lawrence. Uh, what do you What do you mess with Trevor about? What do you like about him? What are your impressions so far? Yeah, I mean, I, I love Trevor just because we we went through uh, we went through a lot together, you know. And he was my on those plane ride home um, those plane rides home. Uh, you know, he was he we sat right next to each other, you know, and I'm like, hey, you know, it's it'll be all right. Let's let's we'll do this, do this. And you know, we had a lot of long talks, you know, and um what I love about him is just, you know, he handles everything with grace for like for real. Um, you know, you wouldn't expect, you know, at as a you know, a 22 year old to handle everything that um he handled you know going through what he went through um and how the way he handled it so um that's what i like about him he always has a, a level head um regardless of what what the situation is um you know about the team the wins the uh, you know the losses and stuff like that he's always going to be that same guy and i think um that's going to that's going to make him you know potentially be great you know just um that's a great trait to have you know um with because when there's chaos i think you know in in this league um, it's all about the chaos, right? You know, it's all about the chaos and the, the storylines and and stuff like that. And you and, and battling with the like, you know, the fans and all these, you know, all these other, all these elements, you know, that come along with this game. I think you know the people with the with that kid that kid like see through it. Uh, you know, they have the success. You know, and I think he's he's. I mean, he's a big talent. He's a big arm talent. Um, um, so I think he's going to be a great one in this league. And for him to to be how he is, it's really, it's really impressive. You're one of four players, including Jerry Rice, who's caught four touchdowns in a game twice in your career. Mm-hmm. Um, but Travis Kelsey just took something from you. On, you were the only you were the only guy to catch four touchdowns in a game and you have fewer than a hundred yards receiving. He just brought the bar to what twenty five or something. I mean, it's crazy. I'm, 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 I'm damn near got to call press and be like, hey, just give me the ball when we're five yards and in. Like, <laughs> no, but for real, like, it's it's funny because every time, every time everybody could even even like Steph, even like Diggs, when every time when they approach the four touchdown. I'm like that. I'm like that guy that gets kind of like I want him to do it, but then I get kind of like salty about it. I'm like, you better not score again. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's just you know being being competitive. So um, you know, a lot of sometimes people people are close, and I'm like, man, like, c- can you just run the ball now? You guys are up. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, but uh, yeah, he he set the he he set the bar. It's, I mean. It's oh what a great what a great game and and shoot welcome to the four touchdown club but you got to do it again. <laughs> I covered a game in Atlanta where Jerry Rice caught five from Joe Montana on a cornerback in single coverage named Charles Dimry. It really was Jerry Glanville, the coach's fault. He kept blitzing. Yeah. I mean, he he blitzed Joe on that last time, and I I I think I could see Joe's eyes light up from the press box yeah. like. Jerry singled again. So if you ever get singled, you know, every oh, play of the game. That's what it is. It's always on it's always on man on man coverage. You know what I'm saying? So like in 2013, when it happened, um, we were going against Rex Ryan's uh, uh Jets, and you know, they had the young guy, D. Milner, that they were excited about and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, <laughs> you better not put put me one on one with him. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole game, seven people out there, like you guard him, you guard him. At that point, at that point, there's there's no stopping that, you know. And I think it was the same. It was it ended up being the same. But seven years later, or whatever, and and uh, in 19, it's just man coverage. I'm like, yeah, you can't can't do that. Not these days. 
but uh, ho hopefully, hopefully, you know, I'll get a, a lot of press man coverage one of these days so I could have the record by myself, you know. <laughs> I love it. All right. Before I let you go, um, you have many talents. Uh, you and your wife own a bakery mm -hmm. uh, in Troy, Michigan. Nothing Bunt Cakes, I believe Nothing it's called. Cakes. Yes. Um, you taught yourself Spanish or you learned Spanish as an adult. Yes. Um, and you are a singer who has um, auditioned for American Idol. You, you sang Lift Every Voice and Sing. I've seen. Mm -hmm. um, can we combine two of those? Can you sing something in Spanish before we go? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I see. I'm, I'm doing an album in Spanish. Um, oh so, yeah, so uh, I don't know when I'll release it because I, you know, I don't be releasing music. But uh, when I do, it'll be it'll be pronto. Yeah, pronto, pronto Muy baby. Pronto, si, tú sabes. Yeah. But, <clears throat> Déjame ser tu refugio. Déjame que yo te ayudo. Aguantémonos la vida. Te recuerdo si lo olvidas que hemos crecido peleando y sin quererlo nos gustamos. I'm jealous of your singing talent and your athletic talent. You obviously are brilliant because you attended the greatest go academic go institution. Bear. You see it over my head. Yes, sir. And, and I really am jealous most of all as a lifelong Californian who grew up in L.A., the fact that you've actually gone and learned Spanish, that's, I mean, I keep, I've told myself every year of my life, I'm going to do it. Yeah, and, yeah. And I know, un pronto, you know, un, un, un pequeño. Poquito, un poquito. Yeah, un poquito, yeah. una pequeña. Yeah. But not, a, not enough. And, uh, and then I took Italian and Cal and that's, you know, they're Italiano. too similar, so. yeah, I, I wanted to, I wanted to make that the next one, you know. You could, you, you, you'll be... Yeah, you could do it because yeah. they're, you know, they're cousins. But uh, yeah. so listen, man, you've you've been amazing as always. And uh, we look forward to uh, to checking you out. And uh, if you have another four touchdown game. Oh, yeah. Soon. Oh, yeah. We'll but have, I, we'll I, have you... I have another four, four touchdown game. Call me back. We, we, we're getting back on the podcast. hundred <laughs> percent. Thank you for joining yeah, sure. Open Mike. Hey, appreciate Mike, you. I pre appreciate you. I, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, thank you. Yes, sir. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! 
and even checkouts not until four so because the american express platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants elevated experiences at live events and 4 p.m late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with amex terms apply 